0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another thought-provoking episode of the Weekend Superheroes podcast. Today is Tuesday, July 24th, 2018. I'm Sean. Sitting with me always is Pat and Steve. Filling in for Darius, we have David. How is everyone tonight? How are you guys doing? Delightful. Delightful? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. That's just
1: the first thing I can mind. I'm actually dynamic. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> so before we kill this topic today, Steve, who did we talk to last time on the show? We talked to our brony, another Pony, <laughs>
2: it's
3: the lucky it. night. Stop it. Lucky night.
0: <laughs> lucky night. He was a great dude. Yeah, it was good. It
3: was different. It was interesting. I didn't think I would be like that interested in that topic, but yeah. it was, I
0: mean, I was. He was amazing. He, yeah. he definitely. If, and if you haven't heard, pause this, head back, and listen to that. But today's topic relates to a question that has been around for millennia. So even though the Earth's origin is different in every religious or scientific organization, none can argue that one day this world will end. But these questions still remain. When will it end? How will it end? And can we predict either one? And Lord knows we've tried. The extinction of humanity predictions are not a new concept. In fact, the end of the world predictions have been around since before the Common Era. Yeah, so I I went and did a little bit of research and it turns out there are
4: hundreds and hundreds of these. So just a few of my favorites are uh, in chronological order. The first one would be January 1st of the year 1000. So, this is predicted by Pope Sylvester II. Uh, so, it turns out if you are named Pope in the year 999, your job is kind of to predict the end of the world, I think. So, they predicted the world would end then. And, surprise, it didn't. Get so, out. So, they said, oh, you know what? It's it's not a thousand years from Jesus' birth, it's a thousand years from his death. So, ah. it's going to happen oh. in the year 1033. Okay. Um, but, sadly, Sylvester died before he got to see that not come true as well. <sighs> oh, wow. So crazy. Uh, what some other ones? This one f- actually kind of surprised me a little bit. So, um, you know, everyone's favorite physicist, Isaac Newton, uh, you know, the guy that had the apple fall on his head and discovered the law of gravity, uh, turns out he actually was also a big fan of the occult uh, and also a big Christian as well. So he predicted the world would end in the year 2060. Hey, oh, we're sh- not there yet, though. Right. So he could be right. Yeah. All Good right. news,
3: though, Sean. You're gonna make it about 20 more, maybe years. <laughs> so, 20. <laughs> yeah. God. I don't think i to worry about 26. God, I hope not.
4: Uh, so now we're gonna get a little more recent. So uh, ones that our listeners may remember. I remember this one. So uh, anyone here remember our favorite American Christian radio host Harold?
1: Oh God.
4: Harold Camping.
1: No, I've, i I love camping, but I've never heard <laughs> so, of him. Yeah, what's yeah, camping so about? He said that the rapture or Judgment
4: Day would be on May twenty first, two thousand eleven, followed by the end of the world five months later on October twenty first, two thousand eleven. Harold's logic was so. Here, follow me on this. It's mathematical. Okay, so now we got so it. We got right. so, it. So clearly, it's right. It's regular math or Common Core math. Correct. <laughs> So we all know that Jesus was crucified on exactly on April first in the year thirty three A.D. Right, right. right. It was on the calendar. I was clearly well established fact. Um, Sainted. So he decided that the rapture slash judgment day would be exactly seven hundred and twenty two thousand five hundred days after that. Oh. Which, which sounds crazy. Hold on, let me break it down for you. Okay. So, uh, turns out seven hundred twenty-two thousand five hundred can be expressed as five times ten times seventeen times five times ten times ten times, 10 times seventeen. Yeah, which, as we all same? know, the number five represents atonement, the number ten represents completeness, and the number seventeen represents heaven.
0: Did you just foil uh. that? Was that the foil method? First, outer, inner, last. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I nailed it. I just
4: went back in time. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I, I still can't believe that he wasn't right after reading that. I mean, I'm so The it's math right check is all there. So I can't yeah. believe Spot it didn't happen. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, the Spot math on. is sound. Uh, and then the last one that I had was the one everyone probably knows about, which uh, was in the year 2012, the, the so-called end of the Mayan calendar. So that was the big thing that was going around that the end of the world would be on December 21st, 2012. What
0: did you mean by the end of the Mayan calendar? What did they mean?
4: Like how? So it's actually the end of a 5,126-year-long cycle in the Mesoamerican long count calendar. Um, also the end of uh, a period of 400 years on the Mayan calendar. So people looked at this and thought, oh, that means the world's going to end. Turns out uh, actual Mayan scholars said that the Mayans never believed it would be the end of the world. They thought it was the end of that period, and like an old car with an odometer, when you hit a hundred thousand miles, it just rolls over and resets. It doesn't end, uh, okay.
3: so it just would start so a new cycle. So your party that you had then was just kind of—it
0: was just to have a trash. party. It, it was, was still awesome. Yo, yeah, yeah, oh, it, was it was incredible. <laughs> it was great. incredible. I'd love to ask these people why they use their precious time to protect the end of days. It's a double-edged sword, right? So whether you're making up for media attention or you actually believe what you're saying, the outcome's the same. If you're wrong, you have to live knowing you lost all credibility literally overnight. And in the off chance that you're actually right, you're not going to be around you're to dead. brag about it. Yeah, you're <laughs> out of here. No, well, but if i are in an afterlife,
1: that's, that is bragging rights for eternity.
0: I'm actually willing to take
1: the chance. All right, let's hear it. What's your prediction? <laughs> yeah, what's the prediction? When do we now? uh Probably 4 o'clock tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems reasonable. All right, I'll call you at 4.01. We'll see how it uh, goes. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Jessica Simpson, Nick Lachey split. It already happened to me. The end of the world's already happened. That's
1: uh, it. It's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. Wait, what? I heard Van <laughs> yes, Halen they broke, broke up. up. <laughs> Van Halen broke up. Unbelievable.
0: So, Dolly Back... You know subs- what? Now I want the world to end. If, if those people yeah. aren't together, come on. True so love really doesn't exist. Subsequently, though, Dolly Back is the same reason we can act tough and laugh off these predictions. Because if they're wrong, we, can, we have the old told you so, right? But if they're right no one's going to be around to see our faces of pure panic in our final hours. That's why we can justify laughing at these little things, even though in the back of our minds, we might be a little frightened that that day may actually be the end. So listening to those predictions and combining with my own research leads me to believe that there is, well, let's just say there's categories. And I've narrowed it down to at least four, and count me out if I'm missing one, or add them if you need to. The first one, let's call it Religious. These are the raptures, the second coming of Jesus, Judgment Day. Uh, Pat, the one in 2012, I think, would fall under that religious one, right? Yeah, yeah i that. So uh, the rapture was supposed to take place. Now, the rapture is a transport of believers to heaven during the second coming of Christ. Some argue it actually still happened, but only a very short list made the cut. I noticed none of you guys uh three percent jumped yeah, on that course, bus. None well, of you guys uh, here, made the rapture. What
1: you may not realize is that there is a technical word for that, a religious word, it's called the panacea.
0: Okay. The second coming of still, Christ. Still thing, though. It's the same thing, but it's the rapture, correct? Sure. Okay. Steve, why don't you give it a little study show? In a poll taken in two
3: thousand ten by the P.E.W. Research pew, pew, Center. Pew. I I hate can you start you over, please? So much. <laughs> Americans were asked if they believed that the second coming of Jesus would take place before. 2050. Ridiculously, 23% said definitely, and 18% said maybe, making 41% of Americans having some belief that Jesus will return to the earth in the next 40 years. One in five religiously unaffiliated Americans also see Christ returning during the next four decades. It's true. Wow.
0: So Judgment Day has been a long-running belief for Christians. You're either looking forward to it or you're scared shitless. But Christian groups are aware that this event could happen at any moment. It's like Santa Claus, but instead of coal, you get eternal damnation and suffering. Been there. But next up are the earthly natural disasters. These are the great floods, the hurricanes, the earthquakes. So Doomsday Preppers continue to make us aware of the horrible recent natural disasters happening all over the world. And they're not wrong. But, but those are the ones that have already happened. But it's the earth-shattering events that haven't happened yet that should have you building a bunker in your backyard as we speak. David, I think you uh, were talking to me about that earlier.
1: There are a couple of events that uh, you know historians and people who are of, of curiosity talk about. They talk about Yosemite National Park. There's a major caldera volcano that's massive underneath the ground Uh, if in fact it were to explode they have people who predict that it would be so catastrophic it would not only affect the united states but it would affect the earth it would affect the world i was just reading
3: about that seriously like last week Mm -hmm. and like everywhere around that would they said would have like three or four foot of ash they said
1: millions of people would die instantly yeah and that it would blanket the earth in a in in a, in a dark state, it would become like a nuclear winter. Yeah, it would it would damage vegetation. It would co- lead to starvation. And this is now past
0: through This is all past through this shit go. Know. Every every six
1: every six hundred and thirty thousand years, they have predicted that this is a time clock. That it has gone off every 630,000 years, and it is past due. Like, way past, oh, so past so due. It is past due. That's fine. Let's just keep hitting snooze on it. We'll be fine. So it's, uh, there's a good chance it might happen. But that's only one of the things that happened. They talk about, after the ice age, the permafrost that has, uh, uh, that has incurred in the ocean uh, platform, that as that dissolves or, or, or defrosts, it creates a massive amount of methane. Methane has been, has been illustrated in several different uh, areas, geographical areas. Uh, Africa being the most recent, where a large volcano went off, 4,000 people died due to methane gas intake. Jeez. And they wow. say that the suggestion is as global warming occurs, and it is occurring, that, that methane gas could affect the population of the world. Okay, that's, that's another thing. Those are only minor things that occur. One certainly could be an asteroid that's not, atta- that's not tracked by our federal government. Another one could be, they say, that tidal waves, massive 800-foot tidal waves, could incur due to the fact that islands off the coast of Africa in the Virgin Islands could collapse into the water creating tidal waves over 800 feet tall, Ooh, right. encapsulating parts of so, the eastern and uh, western so, part of so the United States. So,
4: if there's going to be an 800 to put tidal wave, I'm going to learn how to surf, and I'm going down swinging.
1: <laughs> um, oh, like, you'll get so yeah, wrecked.
4: Yeah. Right, I, but I'm <laughs> going to get fucking so wrecked get anyway. going to so save you on that one. I'm going to get wrecked anyway, so yeah. why not go out all point break style? Uh, <laughs> Can I just say, whiskey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, super yeah, trash. So
0: those are a few things. Unbelievable. So we're just sitting goddamn ducks, aren't we? We are. Okay. Well, if you can somehow find a way to shake all those off, the next, I believe, would be called the man-made destruction. Basically, the Earth—if—if if the Earth won't kill us, our global leaders and the elite will do the job. These are your nuclear bombings, uh, world wars, even genocide. This is a tweet from President Donald Trump on January second, two thousand eighteen. He says, "North Korean leader." Kim Jong-un, nice guy, smart guy, just stated the nuclear button is on his desk at all times. Will someone from his depleted and food-starved regime please inform him that I, too, have a nuclear button, but it is much bigger and more powerful than his, and my button works. That was on January 2nd of 2018. That was months ago and we're fine. So clearly <laughs> it's going to be fine. Well, let me ask you something. Did you guys tell me uh, the people it at at this point it had 487,000 likes. For the people that support this behavior, do they know they're supporting an an international pissing contest between two man children? No. They're flirting with nuclear warfare and the lives of the people they're supposed to pro- they're supposed to protect. What no, do you think? No,
3: they don't know that. They don't care. They just think, "Whoa, yeah, we're not going to stay, we're not going to take anybody's shit." Well guess what? We're not the only people in the world that have these weapons.
0: So Steve, as a big Trump supporter, how do you feel?
3: Huge. <laughs> uh, uh hold on,
0: hold on. Hold on, let me stop you. First of all, it's pronounced huge. huge.
1: Oh my arms are Gina. So it's pronounced Giant. I bet that
0: big button makes his hands look even smaller. Yeah. I would <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Pat, come on, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts on like these huge global powers fighting over on Twitter? I
4: try not to think about it, because all it's going to do is make me want to stay in my room and drink until I die.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, now here's the deal. I'm going to throw a small caveat in this. No whiskey. In the year 2018, there were several government officials, including generals, admirals, and Minutemen around the country, who stated that while they, while they were stationed at these nuclear silo sites, UFOs approached their facilities... And disconnected their nuclear silos at once. I fucking they, hope so. They couldn't launch. Well, them. that would be nice. Actually it feel be I actually think that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, ten silos. How do we silos. get in communication with these folks? Let's go, UFOs. Um, here's the deal. Just give me a call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's called one eight hundred shut off nukes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a real question: Have any of you guys ever heard of the? Doomsday clock. Yes. Yes. Sure. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. The one they keep, they adjust every so often. uh, Closer closer or further away from midnight? Absolutely. Right. Okay. So
1: I saw it at a daycare center.
0: For those of you guys who don't know, ever since the year 1947, this group of scientists called, they call themselves the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. They come together and they calculate the threat of global nuclear war. And they take into consideration, uh, with the change of times. For instance, uh, 2007, they had to reflect climate change and new developments in life sciences and technology. Basically, anything that could terminate human life as we know it. It's an ever-changing picture of a clock, which represents the likelihood of a man-made global catastrophe. The hands of the clock are poised to show the amount of time left until midnight. Midnight, in this case, being a symbol of
3: the end. <gasps> Nothing. <laughs> Did they have to change their calculations when you were born?
0: <laughs> There's clock. a good chance. <laughs> now they only zoomed in to the upper left quadrant of the clock because, well, that's all they needed. For comparison, take a guess where the clock was set in 1991. You have a picture. Twenty. Oh, goodness. So what, so what you said? What? 103. I said eight. You said, said 30
3: minutes to 30, midnight. you Eight. said. In
0: 1991, 17. they revealed that it was 17 minutes to midnight. Wow. This was 1991. Now, I will tell you this. It has never hit one minute to midnight, because that would pretty much be Doomsday. <laughs> so they redid it again this year. So after those tweets? After those tweets. Six minutes. How many minutes to midnight? Steve says six. So is this like Price is Right? Is it closest? I feel like I'm
3: over way overestimating. I jealous, would say closest. 80.
0: 80 minutes
4: to midnight. So you yep. So they went backwards? Yep. Okay. So you said it's never been one minute to midnight. It has not been one minute, no. So three minutes to midnight.
2: With reference to what I said earlier and other key factors that are spelled out in our clock statement, that we've come to a grim assessment. It is with considerable concern that we set the time of the 2018 doomsday Ew. clock and offer a plea to rewind the doomsday clock. As of today, it is two minutes to midnight.
1: We're
4: fucked. Wow. We're gonna My carriage is about to turn back into a fucking pumpkin.
3: I am yeah, so we're, glad we're drinking whiskey. We're going we're gonna to kill ourselves before we do anything. Uh, we're going to start with
0: you, Steve. That is two minutes to midnight. That is the, I'm good the, to go first. the biggest reason that these guys say is the, the failure of world leadership to quell nuclear tensions. According to the scientists, this is the closest point humanity has been to extinction since the first hydrogen bomb test in 1953.
4: Sweet. The first hydrogen bomb test in 1953.
0: Yep, that doesn't sound right. That's true, and that was in uh, that was in Russia or the USSR at that moment. Um, so the, uh, let's end this segment, just this part, with a uh, tweet. From Donald Trump, dated July 22nd. This is from two days ago. Steve, why don't you give that a uh, <coughs> a little
1: read? Unfortunately, Steve can can't you,
3: read. Can you turn <laughs> my volume down a little bit? I'm going to have to yell here. <laughs> don't yell. Right. No. He would like to
1: whisper in a very soft be an and adult, sexy voice. Steve, and we, be I have an adult. to read
3: it in caps. We okay,
1: have, go.
0: We have the limiter on. The it five. is in all caps in his defense.
3: How do you say this guy's last name? Jim. Ra- Rahani? To Iranian President Rahani, never ever threaten the United States again or you will suffer consequences the likes of which few throughout history have ever suffered before. We're no longer a country that will stand for your demented words of violence and death. Be cautious.
4: Two... Minutes. We're at uh, like 30 seconds uh, now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Maximum 30
4: seconds. <laughs> I mean, if it's 30 seconds to Mars, it's probably uh, like 15 seconds to midnight. I've
3: been fucking trying to think of a way to reference 30 seconds of Mars'
0: entire clock thing. So Th- great sorry, news. You,
4: you want to you take it? We can edit uh,
3: it. Well, we that's good.
0: great news. We got that going for us. And if that finds a way not to kill us, finally, we have the celestial apocalypse. Now, these are your planetary these. collisions. Your comet's crashing into the earth. Uh, The end of the sun, which is a real thing. Alien invasions and destruction. Fun fact. Did you know that the sun is a star? (gasps) Gasp. At its center, it reaches... Hold on. Were we all supposed to gasp? Since when? (gasps) (laughs) All right. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Did you know that the sun is a star? (gasps) At its center, it reaches around 27 million degrees Fahrenheit. Not that impressive. And like other stars... It also has its own little doomsday coming up. In about 4.6 billion years, astronomers predict it will reach the end of life. In a massive, luminous explosion of gas and dust, the good news, or possibly bad news here, is humanity only has about 1 billion years left. Until, unless... We find another planet to live on. I got time. Oh, then like Chow said, not my fucking problem. (laughs) That's because the sun is increasing in brightness by 10% every billion years. Mm. So in about 5 billion years, the core of the star will shrink, but its outer layers will expand all the way to fucking Mars. It'll
1: swallow the Earth. It
0: will engulf the Earth on the way, yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll burn us up.
0: But Pat, you did tell me about something that will happen well before that. Yeah, so uh, has anyone here heard of a little thing I like to call 2000SG344? No. Go on. Oh, really?
4: It's like my homepage. Uh, So (laughs) it's a small asteroid discovered in 2000, if you couldn't guess it from the title. So this guy is about roughly 37 meters in diameter. It's about 121 feet. And it weighs 7.1 times 10 to the 7th kilograms. So for those of us here in the U.S., that's 156 million pounds. <laughs> uh, oh, so well, that's it. Turns out this thing has a small guy. The interesting thing about it, it's got a very Earth-like orbit, and turns out it was near the Earth in 1971, so it might not actually be an asteroid at all. It might actually be a booster from a Saturn V rocket. Great, great. Uh, and Which has
1: happened before.
4: Yeah, And based on 31 observations between 1999 and the year 2000, uh, astronomers gave it a one in what chance to hit the Earth between 2069 and 2113? Anyone want to guess what the odds are?
0: One and uh, five?
4: One in pie, <laughs> which is less than five. No, it's going
0: to be more. One in, f- like, 400.
4: Yeah, it's one in 417. Oh, nice. Which, Bravo, which, I mean, Sean. It, it seems like a pretty small chance, right? But when you think about it, one in f- when you think yeah, about something it, crashing into the Earth, I'm in, not the scheme, that <laughs> in the scheme of
1: things, a billion-pound <laughs> item running into the Earth. It's not good. Yes. But NASA has a plan for this, don't they? Sure they do. They're drinking. I didn't say
0: our plan.
4: Sorry, that is our plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And so, again, if I find out this is going to actually happen, I'm going to go and I'm going to try and catch it. (laughs) Well, God bless you. Like, I don't want to die from the
1: fallout. (laughs) Like, I want to just. I am definitely safer. I don't want to be around. (laughs) I am selling all my Prince albums.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's if, that's if all these, that's if some planet doesn't decide to go completely rogue. Rip into our orbit and smash into Earth. Uh, uh, Pluto is Pluto even still a planet? Uh,
3: currently, it's up for debate.
0: Okay. So I mean,
3: it was for a long time, and then up till like 2006, they made it a dwarf planet. Dwarf. Okay. Which makes it. I thought we were supposed to call him Little
0: Planet. <laughs> oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <So it laughs> God damn it. You're a dirty bastard. So it can't be... Yeah, she is a bastard. So yeah, yeah thanks yeah, for bringing that yeah, up. It's it's wow. Yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> so so calm as we see it. <laughs> is there shit cut real. So we what d- happens... Uh, a dwarf planet cannot be a planet in our solar system because right. it's dwarf. To be For it to be a
3: planet, it's got to circle the sun and no other object. It has to be big enough to be round and s- into a sphere, and it must have clear must have cleared its neighborhood of other orbiting bodies.
0: So Pluto's gone.
3: So there's a lot of other, not as big as Pluto, but there's a lot of other objects in that area. Oh, I see. Okay. It could be like smaller planet-ish. But still so not, it's like, it's okay. like a ring out there. So, so it's I guess
0: Pluto's still out. Wait, I thought Pluto was a dog. You guys, you guys, developed. unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Patrick, you should commit suicide. <laughs> uh,
0: well, for years. Scientists and astronomers have been searching for a planet beyond what is called the Kuiper Belt. What's the Kuiper Belt? Well, let's have a listen. What is this? Let it, just let it take you home for a minute, guys. I'm in. Let it take you home. The Kuiper
4: Belt is a ring of icy objects in space. A whole bunch of rubs and nuts. It's not a belt that you can
1: wear around your waist. None are. Buckle the outer solar system, mm-hmm. and it has a ton of shape.
0: I am in the verse Let it take you guys. The
4: Kuiper Belt is four billion miles from the sun.
1: This is, is from a Duran long Duran. Way away.
0: <laughs> that was from the that, YouTube that channel. Great. channel. Great. Silly school songs, Silly school and songs and thanks songs for the and explanation. Guys. And for those of you listening at home, there's two more minutes of that. <laughs> so for a while, we all had ideas and conspiracy theories to feed our addiction to the unknown bodies beyond the Kuiper Belt. Then, in 1995, a woman by the name of Nancy Leader began describing herself as having the ability to receive messages from extraterrestrials. She said she was part of an alien hybrid parenting program in which she gave birth to several alien human hybrid babies. Wait, Sound familiar? Is that Bridgie T? That's exactly right. I we, was just hybrid trying to, babies. Yeah. Bridget Nielsen, we actually had her on the show. She was very similar. Now, Nancy Leader, <laughs> it's it's hard for me like, to take me to your leader. Stop. I'm sorry. It's just what I think of. So, leaders' theories spread quickly. I want a leader of cola. (laughs) They spread quickly after she put on her website that aliens were telling her of a planet outside of Pluto that was larger than Earth and farther from the sun than Neptune. She nicknamed it Planet X. I'm assuming it was a nod to Microsoft and Apple's OS naming conventions. I, I don't know. Uh, I thought it was because X going to bring it to you. <laughs> Where's the iPhone 9, by the way? Where's the iPhone 9? Wait till September. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's another guy. His name, by, uh, his name is David Mead, doomsday author of Planet X and Beyond the End of Days. He referred to this planet as planet, and I always say this wrong. What is it? Nairobi. No! <laughs> what is it, David? <laughs> Nibiru. It's, Nibiru it's there It's the <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Naboo. Good call. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Boo-Boo. Queen is <laughs> <Amidala's> there. <laughs> so here's a fun what? quote. Pat, go ahead and
4: read that. In January 2015, Caltech astronomers Constantine Batigan and Mike Brown announced new research that provides evidence of a giant planet tracing an unusual elongated orbit in the outer solar system. This large object could explain the unique orbits of at least five smaller objects discovered in the distant cupier belt. Okay. I, and Sean just
0: I, I had to grab that me. from you because I need to know you your snatched thoughts. Snatch that I, That, out that is hand. from a website. What website do you think that's from? Snopes.com. Snopes.com. Steve, what do you think? StudyShow.com. StudyShow. Uh, where, where do you think that quote may have came from, David?
1: NaughtyLumberjacks.com.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that is right off of NASA's website. That is on NASA's website. You can look it up right now. They could only ignore the internet trolls for so long, and they were forced to admit something is found beyond Neptune. Oh, oh, and Batogen and Brown, they re-nicknamed the planet Planet Nine. Pluto gets fucked again. Fucking
4: Pluto, (laughs) man. Fucking bullshit, (laughs) dude. uh, First of all, I mean, Goofy got to be a person. (laughs) Pluto's just a fucking dog. And he legit had his own
0: movie, like a full... In a series, in a kid, like like a family... Okay, so this, pl- so this is Planet X. NASA admits that there is something out there. Pat, is Planet X real? Yep. Um maybe. Maybe stay. Is it just Pluto? It's beyond Pluto. This is well beyond Do we need to play is that it, fucking it, song again? Plu- we'll play the song again. Is it Pluto too? <laughs> Pluto senior. Okay. David, your thoughts on Planet X? I think it's out there. I think it's out there. There we go. So, there you have it. Now it's time to decide for yourselves. Is Planet X real? Is it on a collision course with Earth? Are the end of days upon us? And if so, is there anything we can do to protect ourselves? Let's get some answers. Our guest tonight is a talented writer for Planet X News. He was born in England but emigrated to Canada in the early 70s. When he's not working as an independent contractor at a nuclear facility He's alerting the world of what's to come and preparing himself and his family for the end of days. Please welcome on the show, David Hines, a.k.a. Doomsday Dave. Triple D, how are you doing this evening?
2: I'm doing fabulous. How are you doing?
0: I think we're all good here. <laughs> you can see all
4: the beer bottles. We're doing great. We are well warmed
0: up. Super excited to talk to you uh, for the second time. Let's just get right into it. After, okay. our, brie- after our brief chats... And reading your articles, not only do you believe that Planet X exists, but that it is a real threat to Earth. What is some hard evidence that could convince us of both? Okay.
2: What really convinced me when I did my research was, is the atmosphere on all the, all the other planets in our solar system, such as Mars, Venus, Jupiter, all those planets. The weather on all those planets has gone absolutely haywire. Now, that just doesn't happen. There's obviously cause and effect. So something had to cause that. And years and years and years ago, that's what Pluto was doing to the other planets, and that's why they discovered Pluto. So there is another planet beyond there affecting that planet, and I believe it's affecting ours right now.
0: Okay, explain how ours is being affected. Well, so, just, from, just from Planet X, how is our planet being affected?
2: Okay, there is an increase in um, in earthquakes. There's a slight increase in volcanoes, but the volcanoes, the the ones that are going off are the ones that that have been dormant hundreds of years. All of a sudden, now they're coming alive. I mean, check out Hawaii. Look at that's going off. So when you look at that and then you look at all the floods in in Europe, India, even here in Canada, we've had floods. There's floods everywhere. So Uh, this is not normal. uh, Here's a curious question. I have studied the 10th planet, I have
1: read Zacharias Sitchin, I've read all his books, I have copies of all of them, they talk about the crossing planet, they talk about the crucifix being the crossing planet, now they talk about the 3600 year elliptical revolution of this planet that, uh, that, that, they, that they saw in Mesopotamian days, okay, yep. now what kind of effects do you think may happen to the earth once that planet
2: returns? You got to understand the planet X is highly magnetic, and it's going to affect. I mean, it can travel millions upon millions of miles. The effect of this planet, um, the I, I guess that what 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 will happen is when it gets closer, it's going to start pushing all the um, meteors out of the uh, out of the Kuiper Belt, asteroid belt, or whatever, and that's what's going to be um, raining down on us when it does arrive. So. And what's going to happen is there's going to be an earth tilt, and it's going to happen within probably within a half an hour. It's to, the earth's going to flip. It's going to rip the oceans right out of the seabed, and it's going to cover the earth with water. So do you think so that will have an effect on the the pole shift, a major pole shift? Absolutely.
0: Can you, can you go into further detail with the pole shift, please?
2: Well, what's happening right now, the magnetic north is moving towards – russia at a very very rapid rate it was it wasn't that rapid before but now it's um it's really really moving very very fast but the actual earth flip itself will be the actual planet not the magnetic and when that flips we're in big trouble no that doesn't sound good at all
3: so your articles mention evidence of a, a second sun what is that and uh why is it not seen at all times during the day?
2: Well, because it's like a brown dwarf. It's like a um, uh, sort of a dead sun. So it's hard to see unless you've got infrared. So you get an ordinary telescope, you have a hard time finding it. But I, I, am, I am almost certain that NASA has sent so many probes out there to find it, study it. And I am almost certain that the U.S. government and all the major governments in the world, including NASA as well, know exactly what trajectory it's at, when it's going to arrive, but they're not going to tell you.
1: No
4: doubt. Yeah, so that's no actually doubt. something I wanted to ask you about. So I read one of your articles from February of this year that said that the United States had prevented the media from covering Planet X and instructed NASA to completely debunk Planet X's existence. So what reasons do you think NASA or the U.S. government have for, for covering that up?
2: Huh, because if you know it's the end of the world's coming, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to have an awful lot of fun, aren't you? Okay, I I'm
4: going to sell all my no.
2: stocks.
1: I'm going to go on vacation. All public services stop. Police, firemen. Absolutely. Everything shuts down. It'll shut down.
0: So I understand. And and people say that the only reason that we're civilized in general is because we have things like running water and 911 to go to in any kind of a heartbeat. So what you're saying is NASA's covering it up to avoid mass panic. Is that what you're saying?
2: Absolutely. I mean, let's face it. I mean, you you look at uh, some of the major catastrophes we've had in the past where there's been a lot of looting. I mean, that's just like with with a hurricane or whatever. And exactly what's going to happen is going to be mass hysteria because people will go absolutely nuts. There'll be there'll be murders. There'll be all kinds of stuff going on. So what you're saying oh. is I should buy more guns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do what I did. <laughs> more than I already have. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a good example of, of how serious I am. I mean, I lived in a community. In southern Ontario, that 120,000 people. I collected 15,000 rounds of ammo. Wow! You yes. do the math. So what I did was I moved. I moved into a community with only 4,000 people.
4: oh uh, now much to better odds.
2: That, even that's not enough. More. Okay. I got oh. I got, got six guns.
0: Six. And, uh, you six need six. D- triple D. It sounds like you need more hands. Up
2: um, oh, so, I got I got three boys that are gonna be coming back to my house if something happens. There we and go. they're gonna be manning the man in the guns.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Hey, so let's move on. You mentioned the existence of aliens in a lot of your articles. Um yes. do you think an alien invasion is inevitable? And if so, what the hell are they waiting for?
2: Well you know what? I thought of I gave this a great amount of thought. And I wrote an article about aliens and how they live. But if they wanted to invade us, they could have done that like back in World War II, because they were around then. Absolutely. So, so I mean, from, from what I've read and understand, there's about 60 different races of aliens out there, some good, some bad. So, um, in fact, some of the articles I read said there was a Star Wars going on out in space. Now, I don't know how unique Earth is to the uh, solar system, but, I mean, if it is, I mean, they could have come not taken this planet any time they wanted and we wouldn't have been able to do a thing about it because they've got spaceships out there, I believe, that are hundreds of miles across.
0: Uh, and exactly. I would agree. And and uh, Triple D, we, we actually spoke before about this, and you brought up a great point. Maybe you could expand on it. You said we we understand their evidence of UFO spaceships. How do they make them? Do they have... Exactly. Okay, so go ahead. Can you tell us about yeah. that?
2: Well, it's like you got to understand something. Like, everybody just thinks of aliens. and They don't think about, okay, how did they get to where they are? Like... If, obviously, if they're going to make something, they obviously have to make metal. So they have to have like a foundry or something to make this metal in order to shape it. So if they have workers that go there? Do they have lunch pails? You know, do they have wives and families? I mean, do they do, do they have governments? You know, do they go to the toilet? You know, like, like <laughs> well, you know, well. like... But
1: Triple D, think about it this way, too, and I'm sure you've heard about this or at least read about this, is that literally, if we were going to expand our civilization, who would we send? Would we send people or would we send drones and robots? We would send drones and robots. We would do a, a, uh, you know, like a military review of a civilization before we ever interacted with them. I would suggest that, you know, there's a great suggestion that some of the extraterrestrials that people have experienced may not even be, they may, they may be artificial.
2: But you got to understand, too, I mean, every time you see, the, the, you know, the UFOs come down, who knows? It could be, you know, like your kids when they took the dad's car and went for a drive to explore. <laughs> you know, yeah. they could have done the same thing, come down here, oh, but true. they've been told, do not land on that planet. Those guys are really barbaric. So I Whoops. mean, you don't know. So it's the unknown, and obviously those people have been abducted. You know, I mean, they they, uh, they obviously did some horrible things to them. So you kind of wonder, you know, why.
1: Uh, Triple D, we're gonna we're gonna jump to another topic here. Uh, I spent uh, many years with the federal government, Department of Defense. I I okay. served in the military. Yeah. Um, the U.S. has secretly built several, I mean, hundreds, hundreds of deep underground shelters. They're called DUMBs, D-U-M-B. That's the acronym for them. I'm sure you've yep. heard of it. But uh, specifically for the military and the government officials for uh, continuation of government type of incidents. W- I mean, where do you think these are and, and who makes the cut?
2: Okay, well, I watched Jesse Ventura when he had uh, conspiracy theories. Like, he was really good. I mean, he really got down to the brass tax. And he actually got inside of one of these things. These things got like highways in there, underground, three miles underground. They've developed a special train. And I, whether it's used by magnetism or whatever it is, it just 2000 miles an hour. The maglev. Going, yeah. It's like supposed to be unbelievable. And what Jesse Ventura found was he, he spotted in a field, millions of triple, um, plastic coffins, like a, a ton of these things. And, as soon as he had that on the TV, the next day they were gone. Now, why would they be scared to take him away? What would, what was he there for?
1: Triple D, those are the FEMA coffins. I know.
4: All right, well, you two know uh, more so about this. Yeah, what? so you guys are bonding over this, but I have no idea <laughs> what, oh, what, you're what talking the hell is about? a FEMA
1: coffin. What is a FEMA, tell FEMA, us about the FEMA, what's FEMA coffin? What's happening here? Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the FEMA coffins?
2: Well, see, in the FEMA camps and the ex Walmart places. What they're doing now is they've got big, huge gas lines going into that place. And they're going to use chemicals, which they've just recently purchased from other countries, that they're going to use to euthanize you. You're gone. Sorry,
0: where where is that place? You said that place. We don't know where that is.
2: There there are places all over the
1: country. Oh, okay, okay, not just one. No, it, it is major FEMA camps. You look at the barbed wire fences around these camps, they are on the inside. They're not on the outside. It's not to keep people out. It's to keep people in. And inside, there are acres of these plastic coffins for not just one body. You could fit six or seven. Am I am I, am I right? Triple. D? Uh, I heard
2: I heard there were tri- there were triple coffins, three bodies. Jeez. Yeah, uh,
1: three bodies. Uh, uh, but, but you, can you guys give us one one location? Georgia, Georgia. Jo- okay, in Georgia, we'll at... I, I saw a distinct video on Georgia.
4: Yeah, and the devil did go down there. So
1: <laughs>
0: right. I think you're still trying to they fiddle also, there. <laughs> they, also,
2: they also built an airport in Denver, which they didn't need. And underneath the airport in Denver, I heard guess what's underneath there? A huge facility. Guess who visited this facility? The royal family, oh. especially the queen. And if you look at the artwork in that airport, yes, it's unbelievably bad. It's, it's horrible.
1: Men in gas masks.
2: Yes, I know. People
1: being killed.
2: Yes. This was in an airport. In the I know, exactly.
1: Okay, Triple well, D, just a follow-up with that. Yeah. Listen, a catastrophe is probably imminent. We are just pawns in this game. Hmm. But there are people out there, like people who do remote viewing, Okay, those are part of the CIA. These are people. Okay, these people. And they are also looking at safe places for people Mm -hmm.
2: to go. Do you know of any of the safe places to go? Well, they reckon that um, Saskatchewan or Manitoba in Canada is actually probably one of the safest places to be. I'm in southern Ontario, so eh, I might be okay. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like a roll of the dice. Do you have any room in your garage? <laughs> yeah, so long as you can bring guns and bullets, you're all right. You're <laughs> um, you have
1: definitely picked the right Irish family.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you
3: need guns and bullets, how well are you actually prepared for Doomsday?
1: Ooh, six guns. <laughs> what, 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 what about iodine? What about gas masks? Uh, yeah, These are
0: all things. Okay. Medicines, uh, water, anything. Uh, Whiskey. Yeah.
2: Whiskey. I stockpile a lot of stuff and iodine is one of those, okay. um, honey, coconut oil. Yeah. This is a lot. I think I put out a list of a bunch of things in one of my articles. I couldn't find it today, but, uh, where I list of a lot of stuff that you can purchase, which is really useful. Um, I've got a generator, um, so I can, uh, fire that up if I have to. We have a lot of power cuts here, so I'm glad I bought it, but, um, yeah, we've got a generator. we got all kinds of stuff.
4: So, Triple D, last question. So, there have been hundreds upon hundreds of failed doomsday predictions. So, I guess my question for you is, how can we believe any future end-of-days predictions? I mean, do, do you think that any of these people can get their credibility back, or do you think it's just the boy who cried wolf one too many times? Well, I mean,
2: it's, it's you got to look at it this way you've got to give these guys credit for sticking their neck out. Number one. sure. I mean, those ones that are fairly legit. And I say fairly legit because I don't know them personally. Um, they, they, they've done their calculations and they've read the Bible and they, they try to combine the two like David Mead, right? They try to combine the two to come up with a date because everybody wants a date. That's what everybody wanted. Give me the date. And so basically what he did, he stuck his neck out and, the date came and it went. And there's been other ones previous. Nancy Leader said it was 2004. She spent, got into debt for $40,000 on a credit card because she firmly oh. believed that that was the date. You got to remember, though, that, that these people, they're trying. And to some degree, yes, they'll lose credibility with a lot of people. But you got to give them, it takes a lot of guts to stick your neck out there and put a date on it. I mean, I've never done that because I, I don't know. So I'm not just going to speculate.
4: That, that's fair. So you'd say that you can't give me a date, but you're confident that it's coming.
2: Yeah. it's going to so, be in my lifetime. I, I you know, there's one percent probably. I could be wrong, but I'm 99 percent sure I'm right. And I don't stick my neck out too often. But there you go. It's 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 going to happen, people. It's already we're already seeing the effects, but it's very subtle right now. But it's going to get worse. You watch as time goes on. Things are gonna go was is it gonna be this year? I don't know. Next year could be. Maybe the year after, but I'm sure it's in my lifetime.
0: Okay. Wow. Can't get any better than that. Uh Tuesday, Dave, you've been absolutely fantastic. Uh so listen, we play at the game we play a game at the end of every episode called Fact or Fucked. It's true. <laughs> right. So uh, it's gonna be you versus us. Are you in? Go for it. Okay, here we go. Here's the U Triple D. We're going to start with David. David, rapture is derived from the medieval Latin word raptura, meaning seizure or kidnapping. True. Fact or fucked? I would say... Seven. (laughs) (laughs) I would say potato. (laughs) Fact. 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 Triple
2: D. Ah, Raptor was a was a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> are you oh, sure? Are you, uh, <laughs> oh, you
1: clever girl! Are you, uh, are you sure you're not drinking yeah, Jameson uh, with uh, us? Uh, uh, Rapture. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna change that.
0: Factor <laughs> fact fucked. What do you think?
2: Uh, I'll say.
0: Fact. it actually is. That would be one for David. Yeah. Nice job. All right, All here right. we go. Hold on,
2: hold on. <laughs> Steve. We're on our way to a
3: perfect Steve. game. Steve.
0: Okay. It's the end of the world as we know it and is I feel a song fine. by American rock band R.E.M. which first appeared on their album 19 in 1987 titled Document.
3: Man, that year in the album, I have no clue. I'm going to need your answer. But I'm going to say fact. Fact.
2: I'll say fiction. Fucked. Fuck.
0: Fuck. Fuck. I'm sorry. You said fucked. Fuck. Out. Oh. It is 100 percent fact. Well done. Ah, yeah! let's go. <laughs> oh, I fucking knew it. <laughs> Pat, the name Nibiru in ancient folklore was an unstoppable female juggernaut responsible for earthquakes that destroyed human life. <laughs> 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 d- triple d you're giving it away so based on that oh God, response, to
4: <laughs> i'm gonna say that that is fuck there is no <sighs> f- mugger not
2: damn it <laughs> fuck I triple d think.
0: what do you triple d what do you think
2: I got to say fuck, too. All right, it's fucked. You guys are jerks. <laughs> okay, I'm letting you guys. You're the F boys. No, you guys, guys are the F boys. Was <laughs> you guys
1: are bullies. Triple, so hard. I, I, can I just interrupt this for one second? I wish Triple D was in this room. Me, with too. I, yeah, me I, too. I, Triple D, I, I'd be wearing a diaper. You're wearing a headband, <laughs> and we are yeah. going to party. you
0: ever come to Pittsburgh, you better look us up. Three more, and I'll let you go. David, doomsday is the name of a fictional supervillain appearing in American comic books and commonly is an adversary of Superman. Fact. Fact. Triple D. Fucked. That is a fact. What? That is 100% a fact,
2: Steve. (laughs) (laughs) That's three beers you owe me now. That's it. (laughs) Jesus. Steve. You have to buy me a beer. (laughs) Steve,
0: the strong radio signal, named the Wow Signal, Received on August fifteenth, nineteen seventy seven, appears to be coming from the constellation Sagittarius. Steve, I'm actually rooting against you. I don't save. want all the pressure on me. <laughs> I'll say fucked. Triple oh. D.
1: Fact. That is, yes, that is a fact. Yes, that is a fact. Oh, thank God. Steve <laughs> has just been recently fired from this group. <laughs>
4: he
2: is <laughs> fucked. Oh, That's what he is. Oh,
4: Steve, I didn't fucking know it. Um, <laughs>
0: here's some here's a fun if fact. If I
2: never visited you guys there, I'll tell you, I probably end up in a hospital. <laughs> it
0: actually got I'm its sure name. Of that. It actually got its name when impressed astronomer Jerry Emmon circled part of the reading on the computer printout and wrote in the comments. Wow, on the side. Uh, That's that's how we're gonna say that's vintage
4: Jerry right there.
0: (laughs) Last one, Triple D, and we'll let you go. Pat. Twentieth Century Fox first wanted to open nineteen ninety six film Independence Day on Memorial Day and change the name to Doomsday to avoid the fierce competition on july fourth. Fucked. Fucked. What do you think, Triple D?
2: I think that's fact. That um,
0: is absolutely fact. Triple D comes right. up well, with at least big At <laughs> least I didn't. You took the it pressure yeah. off. Yeah, thanks,
2: dude. We, we want to
0: right? <laughs> We want to give a huge thank you to David Hines, A.K.A. Doomsday Dave, for coming on the show and being so cool with us. Let us know in the comments what you think of Triple D's theories. Uh, you can read more of Triple uh, Excuse me. You can read more of Doomsday Dave's articles on PlanetXNews.com. Dave, say goodbye to everyone who loves you.
2: Well, that's it, guys. Thanks a lot. This has been the, probably one of the best interviews I've ever had. <laughs> Man, that's Fantastic. great. See you later.
0: If, <laughs> if you like this episode want to hear more like it, you can listen to uh, us at Weekend I, Super. I, I,
2: I'll tell you, i got to come and talk to you guys. I can keep you up all night. And talk about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you that need to
0: do. come to Pittsburgh. Please do. If you, like oh, this, oh, yeah. if you like this episode want to hear more like it, you can listen to us at WeekendSuperheroes.com. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Spreaker, Stitcher, and now Spotify. That's Holy right, oh, l- smokes. Well, listen, don't,
2: don't forget
0: to invite me back because I've had a blast. <laughs> we will. certainly will. <laughs> Wherever you get your podcast, just search for the Weekend Superheroes. You can keep up with us on Facebook no, no, and Twitter. David, say goodbye.
2: Have a fun. Bye, guys. Got it's got an audio-only people. podcast.
0: He literally
3: just ripped his shirt off. That's right.
1: That's how I party. David, say goodbye. Hey, goodbye, Triple D. You're <laughs> awesome. I, sw- I wish David. I could be drinking
2: with <laughs> you right <laughs> now. Steve, say
1: goodbye.
3: I tried ripping my shirt off, but it didn't come off. Oh, sorry.
1: Pat,
0: say goodbye. Uh, always remember to do the I'm, I'm going to give you a call
2: tomorrow sometime. Please
0: do, and always remember to podcast responsibly.